Here they come! Hello and welcome to episode 114 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host Eric Moore and today I'm joined by Ian Marchant to discuss Godzilla's first attack on Tokyo in the very first Godzilla. Hello, hello, hello. Hello Ian. Hello Eric. Ian, I, I'm thinking maybe I should turn over the uh, the hosting duties to you today because you are far far more knowledgeable on on the big chat than I am. Well, that's very very kind of you. I um, is that is that down to that you're not a, a huge fan or? No, I think it's um, lack of opportunity of of well, actually yeah. seeing them. Um, at least in the last like twenty years or so. Yeah, I was um, on a Godzilla Facebook page the other day and. An American was bemoaning the lack of Godzilla merchandise and availability in America, and I thought, "Come and live here, mate. <laughs> we've got literally, we've got the 2014 Shin Godzilla, and when it comes out, uh, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. That's sort of it. You've got the, the 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 original 1954, which we were talking about today, is is fairly readily available. Other than that, you're not going to find them. No, no, you know." I'm so gutted because I did have on videotape. I think it was Channel Four had yes, like psych- a monster season, didn't it? Or psychomania or something. Yeah, and they and they yeah. showed a lot, and I videotaped them. Yeah, on, on I've still got them. I, now, I transferred them to disc, so I've actually that's, I've got them on disc. But... That's what I wanted <laughs> yeah. to do. That's what yeah. I, I I'm sure I didn't throw them away because yeah. I've still got a video player, and eventually I am slowly, you know, transferring stuff yeah. that's not available on DVD or Blu-ray but I did have on tape. And I was looking the other day for Destroy All Monsters because that's one yep. of my favourite ones because it's just so barkingly mad. Um, I think I've chucked it out. I'm so gutted. Oh, I've, got the, uh, I've got the plain vanilla DVD release they did of that a few years ago, uh, Destroy All Monsters. There's absolutely nothing on it. And it's one of those where it hasn't even got a menu. It just goes straight into the film. That is um, cheap. And it's, it's, it's the the newer American dub of it, which is fairly atrocious. Um, But yeah, I've also got the, because Channel 4 showed them um, and it was like a series of films and they did like Edwards and stuff like that. And then Mm -hmm. they showed a few Godzillas and it was amazing because they were not only uh, correctly formatted, letterbox, but they were the Japanese originals, Mm. uh, not dubbed. So it's like, hey, so yeah, I got, I got a load of them. Um, and then I had some, they started releasing them in double packs on VHS, but not the greatest of prints. But yeah, it's very difficult to get a complete run. Mm. Um, mm. Toho are, are releasing this year, aren't they, in America, a, a complete Blu-ray box set. But it's oh, like, are they? It's like, yeah, $200 or something, man. Oh, forget that. Yeah, mm. but we won't get a sniff of it. We, no. we won't get a release over here. No, no. So, I mean, yeah, we don't get a sniff of it. We, it it's rare that we ever get a sniff of yeah. it. Um, where did you get your first sniff of it? Um, I've been trying to think back. I think it was, they used to show them regularly on a Saturday morning. Um, going, going back a few years, 
probably 77, 78 would have been mm-hmm. around that time. Um, and it's hard to think back now, but Saturday mornings used to be um, BBC One was uh, Multicolor Swap Shop. Mm-hmm. And then ITV, you had either Tiswas or on some of the, like the London Weekend uh, channel, because you had different central region or different ITV regions, central London Weekend. Mm-hmm. And one of them that we used to get, and I can't remember if it was Southern or London Weekend, instead of showing Tiswas, they would show like Ray Harryhausen films, things like that. And then one one time they showed um, Son of Godzilla, and I thought it was Son of Kong when I saw it. So I was all, because I knew Son of Kong, and I was sitting watching it, and it was like, well, this Hang isn't on. King Kong, this is Godzilla. And it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it, so, I mean, Son of Kong, uh, Son of Kong, Son of Godzilla is one of my favorite films, even though it's like really cheesy. Um, but yeah, and I, I was hooked. It was like, oh, I, I've got to watch more of these. And they showed a few. Um, but again, you couldn't really get hold of them. But Godzilla's always been one of those, a bit like the Daleks, they've always been one of those things that everyone knows, yep. but hardly anyone's probably seen them. Mm, mm. You know, because you get anything large, you see a large dog, and people go, oh, it's Godzilla. Yeah. You know, any, anything large, oversized, is Godzilla-sized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that would have been, so I, I would have been probably about nine or ten, something around that. But I, it was very late, because again, we couldn't get hold of the original mm. Japanese uh, 1954 uh, Gojira, or Godzilla, because it's obviously interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't till much, much later, and it was sort of the the high the heyday of the Video Nasty era, which would have been, what, about 84, 84, 85? And there was this guy in London that I'd been buying some Video Nasties off, and he, had, he said he had a, a copy of the original Godzilla, and it's like, okay, you can send off for that. It was the worst copy ever, but <laughs> even, even the, then, the quality of it shone through, and that was the first time I'd ever seen the original, and it was like, oh, this is, this is monumental stuff. Mm. And, and it has the history, because it's, it's something mm. like 30 sequels. 35 uh, films. Good Lord. Yeah, 35 films, and that's spanning, uh, what, 50 years? Right. 54 was the first one, wasn't it? So, I know you have opinions on them. Years, yeah. mm. I know you have opinions on them because I yeah. stumbled across, purely by coincidence, the other day, a part two uh, of two articles that you wrote for Drone Magazine. Oh God, you've still got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did a, a Godzilla retrospective. I you did. Remember it was. It wasn't very serious. No, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. It, it, it was capsule comments, basically, wasn't yes. it? It was a plot yeah. outline um, for and against and your final thoughts on it. But, uh, yeah, and it was the later ones, because I, I, I know yes. you're quite uh, a fan of some of the later ones, you know, when yeah, it was resurrected in the 80s and that's, 90s. That's it. I mean, my, the, the, the films break down basically into four uh, eras. So you had the Showa era, which is the 54... And then the first run of films till um, Terror of Mechagodzilla in 75, I think it was. Um, and that's my era. So that's, that's it started with the film we're talking about today is the original one, which is very dark and serious. Mm-hmm. It's not funny at all. And then the second one was sort of action adventure. And then they hit King Kong versus Godzilla, um, which was basically a comedy film oh, yes. and then Godzilla sort of merged into, into from from this sort of force of nature uh, allegory for the uh, you know for nuclear weaponry to 
because of the Gamera films that were very successful to a uh, almost a kiddie defender of the earth type mm-hmm. film. But that that's the bit I love that cheesiness. I really I love that bit. And then there was a break from seventy five till eighty four, and then they did Godzilla Returns, which was basically a sequel to the original one. They they missed they sort of whitewashed all the other films out existence and then there was a series of films that followed that and the, the first few were really good like um godzilla versus uh biolanti mm. and stuff like that and then they started getting as most films in the sort of 80s 90s got very convoluted and you watch them back now and it's you've almost got to start taking notes to understand the plots it's like so so convoluted a bit like so that's for the fans it's definitely oh, made yes. for the fans yeah right. yeah you, you're not you could you could show someone a, that's not a fan one of the 1970s ones and they could watch it on a i don't know anything about godzilla but okay i can watch it the later ones yeah it's the, the fans took over making them i think mm. and it became a bit strange that that was the so the, the second round was uh the, the i can never pronounce these right high say or high say era and these were named after the emperor's Okay. In Japan, so the eras were, except for the third one, where uh, because that also took place in the, the Emperor, the Heisei era. Um, so that was a sort of a run, and that ended with Godzilla versus Destroyer, <laughs> even though everyone says it's Destroyer, it's not spelt like that. Um, which was is a really weird film. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's no. got bits in it that are just out and out scene for scene copies of Aliens. It's right. so, so weird. Such a weird film. And they killed Godzilla, and that was... Toho were like, that's it. Psh, we've ended it. We're fed up with this. We're not making any more. You know, they they got to the point where diminishing box office in uh, Japan and the American... The American market... They're, they're, we'll, I'll go into the history of the American market in a minute, because it, they, it, they were basically blocked from being shown in America for a long time. Um, so the 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 money was running out so they did this and then it's sort of they decided for the the millennium to to do a godzilla film and they they called it godzilla 2000 or godzilla millennium it's got a few names and that was a huge hit for some reason and then that started another sequence of films which are not that great because they decided instead of doing a series they would do them individually so each one is a a different director's interpretation of the godzilla character and some of them are okay, and some of them are a bit weird, and some are barking mad. Right. Um, and then that that finished with uh, Godzilla: Final Wars, which was again Toho saying, "We're giving up. We're we're <laughs> we're given the rights. We're going to sell the rights to America. Let them do it." Um, and and then America, because America tried with the '98 uh, Matthew Broderick Godzilla, which although financially was a huge hit, uh, critically was just absolutely panned. And Toho were not happy with that, so they they sort of took the rights back, and then they said, "Okay, we'll 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 sell the rights again." But then it was like ten years of of development hell until we got the uh, the really rather good 2014 mm-hmm. uh, Godzilla, which I I think is a, a brilliant film, and it's legendary. The the film studio Legendary have now got the rights to Godzilla at least for a couple of more films. Um, and I don't know if you've seen the latest one. No, um, I'm wait- it's out in a months. couple of weeks on Blu-ray, isn't it? I'm, I'm yeah, just waiting for it on Blu-ray. Um, I'll be good. I, I absolutely loved it. I um, I thought it was superb film. Again, it's getting... I mean, it's absolutely panned by fans complaining about nonsense, like the fact that the human characters are not very interesting. It's like, hello, have you seen any of these Godzilla <laughs> films? They're not really about the human characters. 
Um, but yeah, so it's got a, a long and interesting history, Godzilla. And um, I've sort of, I've, I've, it's been one of those things I've loved for most of my life. What do you think about the American ones? You said about yeah, the so, American ones. So Godzilla's got an interesting history with America. So the, the first film, uh, Gojira, was remade, re-edited and augmented with American scenes with Raymond Burr in and released as Godzilla King and the Monsters uh, in 56, so two years later. And that's the film that made Godzilla worldwide. It got, The first Godzilla had been a big hit in Japan, um, but hadn't really... And when you watch it, you can see it's a, it's a very Japanese film. It's not it's not that full of action. It's It's got some very, uh, very culturally specific jokes in it mm-hmm. that you watch now and i mean even with the hindsight it's very hard to get like they lots of jokes about the uh the almost like shin godzilla as well where the 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 political situation in japan at the time um interesting stuff but it's, it's just not going to appeal to a uh, a foreign audience outside of japan mm-hmm. so they re-edited it and made it more of an action film and that's what kick-started it was huge in america and America would buy the films, either redub them or add new bits in. And this went on <coughs> for the whole series. Um, and then when they brought Godzilla back in 1984, uh, the Americans got the rights to it. And they they did an absolutely abominable, butchered job of re-editing it. Um, it and it basically they, they they sort of redid it so that the russians were villains things like that and then it this sort of caused the falling out with uh with toho studios and they ne- the rest of the godzilla films were never released uh commercially right. in the states right. um so it's interesting that the that toho then decided to allow uh dean devlin and roland emmerich to have a go at producing a godzilla and i'm i sort of reading the like the memos and that from the time you get the feeling they they were almost setting them up to fail Mm. (laughs) you know it was like they're not going to be able to do this but on the off chance that it makes a profit we want a little bit of it sort of thing and uh, it's an okay film but it's not the the 98 godzilla is not a godzilla film it's a remake almost of the beast from Twenty Thousand fathoms which is ironic because Godzilla was based on the beast yes, from 20,000 yes. Fathoms originally. So it's it's a bizarre film and it it plays really badly now because it's every character is the comic relief. Yep. Which you can't have mm. <laughs> by definition <laughs> otherwise you're making a comedy. Um so it's it's watchable, it's okay. But then the legendary ones, the uh, 2014 uh, legendary version, although Godzilla doesn't appear in it a lot. Um, I, I, I think it's a really good film, really strong. I love this design of Godzilla. Mm. I like it. Version. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do like it. Um, I, I get frustrated when I watch it that just as Godzilla appears or yeah. just as a fight is about to start, you either see it on a TV monitor or they cut away, you know, yeah. and it's like... I, part I know, of me I, thinks that's a brilliant joke. Yeah, well, well, well yeah. Yeah, you know, it's old Gareth, what's his face? You know, yeah. he, he did it with Monsters, monsters and, yeah. and that's what I loved about Monsters, was that it wasn't out and out like that, but I'm, yeah. I just find it a little bit frustrating. The other thing I have a problem, it's not a problem, but what I, I'd rather it not be in, in the, the last few ones, is Godzilla, and also I think in King Kong as well, they are just so, so huge now. They are just so, yeah. so massive that... 
you, you know, how can mankind you know, deal with something of this epic scale? You know, um, yeah, they they because each each time the series is rebooted, they've sort of upped to the scale of Godzilla. Mm. So if you, I mean, you can go online and see like a comparison of Godzilla sizes from fifty four onwards, and like he wasn't he wasn't that big. So when when in the third film they had King Kong versus Godzilla, it made sense mm. because they're sort of the same size. You know, King Kong was. Sort of scaled up quite a bit from that, but not madly. I I don't know how they're going to have King Kong versus Godzilla mm. with this new Godzilla. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you say the scales are just monumentally different. He's just so massive. Yeah. That's what's yeah. quite striking about the original. Watching it again, that he can actually hide behind a building. You know, yeah. Yeah. you don't get that anymore, do you? No. He, although. Um, there's a hilarious uh, line, I think, in uh, Godzilla 98, where they say that uh, he's hidden in New York. Yeah, they lost him, didn't they? Like, the helicopters what? lose him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what? Oh, yeah. Um, but this new, yeah, this new one, he, he'd have trouble hiding behind a mountain, wouldn't he? Mm. Um, they've upped the scale. Yeah, Perhaps I... they should do... You remember the um, the Marvel comic series where they yep. shrunk him down to the size of a sewer rat? Yep. Perhaps they should do that with him. <laughs> Just have him running around on oh, some yeah. tabletop. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I do like I do like the legendary take on it. I, uh... Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind any of them. Um, yeah. I'm 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 older than you, as you know. I'm older than you, but I, yeah. I think I'm similar to you in that I think I was about nine or ten yeah. when I was first uh, got my exposure to Godzilla. But it it wasn't through the films. It was the Aurora model kit. Oh right. See, I know ne- I never had that as a kit. I think I I came along just slightly late for the original run of Aurora kits. So I I got into them when like Monogram used to re-release them. Or at the time you could pick up the the kits fairly cheaply. But yeah, I think I I was just the wrong age to do it. Mm. But that yeah, I um I did like that that uh, Godzilla kit. It's it's sort of based on the King Kong versus Godzilla uh, suit, which is that's the other thing. Godzilla in every film pretty much is suit changed. And well, in this film, yeah. he, he just, just yeah, one well, film, yes, yeah. he changes. Yeah, but I tell you, that shows you how the world has changed in Definitely. that when I was into the Aurora model kits, that was the craze in my school. Yeah. Everybody right. was saving up right. their pocket money to, to build these kits as quickly as possible to show them off. And then, you know, of course, they came with separate pieces glow in the dark yeah. or regular so you built it one way or the other so you had spare heads and arms and snakes or whatever and then you would trade them in the playground you know you yeah, swap yeah. the hunchback of notre dame for frankenstein's head and stuff like this you know yeah fun, funny enough i've actually on my shelf of godzilla goodness i've got just the glow in the dark head from the aurora kit and it it was i bought a load of amigo um, figures sort of parts on ebay and it was in the bottom of the box. All right. Like, hey, <laughs> result. I, I like that more than Amigos. It was like, hey. Yeah. Um, so I don't know whether the guy just had it and he didn't know what it was or whatever, or whether someone else has bought one on eBay and it's never turned up because mm. it's been put in the wrong box. If you are listening and you bought one about <laughs> 10 years ago, tough. tough. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was weird <laughs> to think that you just can't imagine model kits being popular with school kids. With schoolboys, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that was my, my initial introduction, and I think my next introduction was the horror book and th- uh, books, yes. you know, the Dennis yeah. Gifford books about horror and science fiction films, and just studying these photos, yeah. right? Because there was that, that photo of him with the train in his mouth, and it yes. seemed to be on everything. And it was like, I yeah, I used to f- fixate on that that picture trying to work out 
what's the story behind this? What's yes. You know, what's happening in this? Yes. I'll tell you the photo that I was yeah. fixated on in one of my books, and that's the Japanese at that time in the 60s, they quite outrageously would make photo co- collages. Oh, yes. Yeah. And there's, I think it's Destroy All Monsters, where you've got all these monsters, like, up in the top of the photo, and at the bottom you've got clearly cut out people running and screaming and you're meant to believe that that's yeah. an actual still from the film <laughs> yeah. and it was just outrageous but uh, it was a more innocent time yeah yeah, yeah 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 and and then i mean i can't remember the first time i saw a godzilla film but i can remember watching that god-awful 70s cartoon oh yeah so I, i've not i must admit i've not seen it in ages but yeah that was that was huge when we were kids mainly for the terrible theme song and godzuki um, and godzuki yes yeah. um which for some reason, old little old ladies seem to like that. And if they, they if some, if an elderly relative finds out you're into Godzilla, they always mention Godzuki. Mm. So why, what were they doing watching <laughs> this cartoon? You know? But uh, I don't know how. I mean, I must perhaps try and YouTube a, an episode and see if it holds up. Yes, um, yeah, because most animation dared. from that time doesn't. Cause I, I, I bought a couple of years back. I bought the Fantastic Voyage. Uh, oh yeah, box set. And I thought, oh, I used to love it. Watch like one episode. It's like, oh no, this is awful. It's filmation, isn't yes, it? Yes, like, filmation. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have much money. No, no. All but, right. Uh, but yeah, the um, yeah the the Dennis Gifford books. You're right. That that I that might I might have seen one of them before I saw the film. It's hard to remember now. I'm I'm now mm. talking about it. I I've got a vague memory. The first time I actually did see Godzilla films was. The Michael Medved thing on Channel Four, oh, right. you know, yes. gold, did Godzilla golden versus Turkey, Hedera, yeah, the golden, golden yes, Turkey, golden awards. Turkey, yeah. yeah, and yeah, and and he was putting them up for ridicule, basically, yes. wasn't he? Well, they 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 showed Godzilla versus the Smog Monster, which is is actually a really good film. It's it's just it's not age well because it's it's quite um, hippie ish, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's quite psychedelic. But if you watch it in the original Japanese uh, language, it's it's quite a good film. And it's got some quite good bits in it but yeah the the american dub was awful and yeah they 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 would show subtitles along the bottom mm. but not subtitles but like production notes but it would be just pointing out how terrible this yeah. film was yeah it was mocking and, them wasn't it yeah uh not in not in a particularly nice way i mean i must admit i i do love the uh the two mystery science theater godzilla episodes uh, the dvd for that is now worth a fortune which right. is mad but uh i've got i've got them sort of uh downloaded oops um, and I love them, and they they take the Mickey, but in it's fact, affectionate the way that they it? love them. Yeah, it's affectionate. The Medved brothers, I always thought they were just taking the Mickey. Yeah, they yeah. they had no love for these films. They would latched onto them, mm. um, which is a bit of a shame, really. But mm. all right, well, that's quite a preamble leading us up to was, uh, yeah. talking about the sequence. So we'll start talking about the sequence, shall we? Yes, and this, we're not we're not seeing Godzilla's first appearance, are we? Here? Well, <laughs> well, you tacked it on. Has, has the plan changed? Yes, I mean, I when I said to you, um, you know, 
do you want to talk effectively speaking? Do you yeah. want to talk Godzilla? And you said, yeah, okay. What what sequence? I haven't watched it for ages. I've got the the BFI DVD, yeah. which is a yeah. really good one with some good extras. And but I haven't watched it for ages. So I just said to you, oh, the first appearance <laughs> yeah. of Godzilla, completely forgetting yeah. because you suck puppet. <laughs> you got back to me, didn't you? About yeah. yes, yes. Like, is that is that? Do you think that's wise, sir? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh... Yeah, he's been seen twice before the sequence yes. we talk about. Yeah, the first time he is clearly a puppet sticking his head up yeah uh from behind a hill yeah it's not not the best composite shot and it's certainly not the best uh puppet your very first reveal of this monster your title monster and yes it's a puppet looking over the hill yeah this is because the first the first time i watched it when i had the uh the the bootleg from the video nastiest guy i got to this sequence and all my all my sort of prospects were shattered i thought Oh no, <laughs> this, the original one's not that good. And then when you hit the actual where he, because he, he attacks on shore twice, mm. and you hit that, and you're left gobsmacked. Yes, yeah. It's you know, yeah. So it was weird that they chose this. What I love as well is they a photographer's there and takes a photo of the of the puppet. And then when they show the slide that he took later, when they're doing a, a sort of a, a discussion about it with the Japanese Parliament. Um, it's a painting. It's a painting. Yes. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, were they so? Did they take the photo of the puppet in the film and go, no one's going to believe this? Just paint over it. I paint over it. It looks like a sock. I really don't know because yeah. originally, when they first filmed the puppet looking over the hill, um, yeah. he was had a like a, a dead cow in his mouth. Yes. Yeah. Right. But but the cinematographer thought that was too horrific and convinced. Um, uh, Ish, Ishiro Honda, is that how you say yeah. his name? Yeah, to, to, to refilm it without the cow. So so I, I guess it look it, it looks daft because it hasn't got a cow. Maybe it would look yeah. horrific with a cow in it. Well, it might. Uh, I might just look like a, a puppet with a cow in its mouth. <laughs> it looks sure like something from the sooty and yeah. sweep show, doesn't it? It does. Because yeah. um, what we sort of, you sort of forget, you're used to modern special effects where, you know, if, if they want an, uh, a monster suit, they'll make, 50 copies of it right? mm. here the, the the monster suit there was there was one off of the full suit and it was made by hand crafted mm-hmm. no molds or anything it was latex laid over bamboo um and then they had a set of like uh braces on a leg set so that because it was incredibly hot and uncomfortable to wear and then they had this this articulated puppet mm. and the puppet was originally made for the the sequence where um it's it sort of turns its head and it's it's sort of looking at some birds and that and it i don't think it was ever made for a close-up it wasn't especially those yeah. eyes especially yes. those oh, eyes. very googly eyes on it yeah, yeah 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 so yeah that's the first time before we uh go into our sequence which is when he properly attacks tokyo he does come ashore before yes. doesn't he and he yeah. goes to the railway yards and yeah um, and it's, it's a nice little sequence that because you you've sort of You've heard about this monster, and this is what this is why sort of when people were complaining about the uh, 2014, saying Godzilla doesn't appear much. Yeah, he don't appear much in these either. No. Um, they they used him sparingly, but it builds up the uh, the appearance. And that first sequence where he comes ashore, and he yeah, he's al- he's almost crossing a little like peninsula, isn't he? Yes. He, he comes on one shore, kicks a train to pieces, and then wanders off. And you sort of you're left a bit gobsmacked at that because it's like oh. Yeah. Oh, that was that that was good, but that wasn't that wasn't funny. It wasn't amusing. You know what I mean? It was it was really. And then the the, the full attack on Tokyo, 
is it leaves you almost um, with PTSD. It's mm. it's so harrowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing you say it's harrowing, yes, and you, yeah. you've got to try and imagine yourself back in '54 watching yeah. this. Um, but you know, after years of watching tons of other things, when he does, you know, pick that railway carriage up. And he yeah. and he chews on it, and later on when he's on that uh, TV mast, when he chews, yes, yeah, he has the right chew on that. Well, one, yeah, yeah. that chew being the word, I just mm. think of the Chewits, yes, monster. Well, I suppose that's that's what the Chewits monster is based on, isn't it? It's the the chewing puppet thing. Shall we just explain yeah. to uh, our, our listener who who might not be in the UK what a Chewit monster is? Yeah, yeah. So um, Chewits were. Uh, I don't know whether they're still going. I doubt it. They were a a, a, a sweet, a candy that was sort of a... I'm trying to think what the equivalent American was. It's soft candy. Mm-hmm. It's not a hard-boiled sweet. Soft, very, very chewy. Take your fillings out yes. when you're chewing. Like a, almost a fruit-flavoured <laughs> toffee, but... Yeah, softer. Not with, yeah, softer than toffee. And um, they did a, a, a sequence of adverts where... Uh, a, a Godzilla-esque monster would attack a city. And it was really nice stop-motion... Mm. You know, it must have cost a bit. And it would attack a city, and they couldn't defeat it. So the only way they could defeat it was to give it a big packet of Chewits, and that would keep it busy, because chewing one of these sweets would take you ages. Um, but it's obviously Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> you know? But it was, it, it was really nicely done. And everyone of a certain age remembers the Chewits monster, yeah. don't they? I'll seek them out on YouTube, and yeah. I'll put links yeah, on put Facebook. Link, yeah. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that was that first sequence. But our sequence is when he comes back... And, yes. and comes out of the water at night. I mean, this I think adds immeasurably to you know the atmosphere yeah. that everything is dark. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether it was you know they thought the initial idea we'll have it done at night because it it sort of it disguises some of the uh, the the suit work. Um, but it, you're right. It adds to it because it's not it, it, the interesting thing about this film is everything's filmed from. It's like Jaws is filmed from the viewpoint of someone in water, mm-hmm. and this is filmed from the viewpoint of someone stood watching it. Mm. So there's no overhead shots of Godzilla Never, moving no. about. Um, everything's as if you're looking up, and and this is haunting. And I used to have nightmares as a kid about Godzilla like attacking the house and that sort of thing. And I think, you know, po- possibly these sequences didn't help. Mm. Um, so it's very believable, and it's it's at night. And what's interesting, the first time he wanders ashore. They've only got like a couple of machine gunners, haven't they, mm. to, to try and drive him off. And they're sort of saying, don't shine lights in his eyes, it'll make him angry. It's, it's a lovely sequence because it's so low key compared to, you know, there's no laser tanks, there's no, no. anything like that. Like I say, it's just a couple of uh, Japanese Defence Force guys. They were the real guys, weren't they? They, 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 yes, they, they, yeah. they were actually doing yeah. it for real, yes. Yeah. yeah. We're not really shooting at a Godzilla guy in a suit, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they, they, they're actually the Defence Force um, doing it, it's it's and it's weird to think that this is within ten years of the end of the war. Mm. Um, so so all these people would have experienced the the horror of uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. It, it In fact, there's what? one yeah, there's one sequence on a train where a, a, a girl is they're, they're evacuating the city, and a girl says, "Oh, I I only just survived uh, uh, Hiroshima, mm. and now this." Yeah. Yeah, and later on you've got a mother saying to her daughter, yeah. oh, yeah. soon you, you'll be with your father in heaven sort of thing. You know, this yeah, is very it's, adult, it's, isn't it? It's harrowing stuff. It's not, there's an, it, if if you want to entertain your your you know, niece or nephew with a funny Godzilla film, don't go for the first one. No, no, no. All right, well, you'll he, be paying for their therapy for you. You will, you will. 
he comes ashore that you've got these yes. electric pylons that he approaches yep. and you've got the army there as well. The army is now out en masse, aren't they? Yes, they're, they're taking him seriously now. They, you know, because they, they obviously, they didn't, they didn't know what he would do before, but now they've had a little taste of his uh, rampaging. Yes. Um, yeah, they've got the army there, the tanks. Um, yeah, they 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 want to drive him off. They don't want him to come ashore. No, no. But he he, he keeps on coming. He reaches the yep. pylons. He starts pushing through the cabling, and uses his atomic breath for the first time. Yes. Yeah. Um, now they they rather cleverly they they kept that out of all publicity and everything that he actually had atomic breath when this film was first released. Nobody knew that he could do this thing. No. Hmm. Well, it's weird. It, a really weird thing that you, you can't imagine now was before the film came out to publicize it, they did a radio adaptation of it in full. And it, it, which is a bizarre thing in itself, a radio hmm. adaptation about a visual yes. spectacle of a giant monster, but also in full. So it, the people knew how this film would end if they'd listened to the radio yeah. show. It's really strange. But yeah, they, they didn't if you look at any of the publicity stuff, they they didn't they didn't sort of big up the radioactive breath. And I I think it was a clever move. Because it's up till this point it could be the beast from twenty thousand fathoms. Yes. But as soon as he kicks in with his atomic breath, this is Godzilla. This yeah. you know, it's this is what makes Godzilla special. Yeah, he's unique now, isn't he? Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 He's not just a monster. Yes. Yeah. Now he's I'm king. Yeah. Yes. Monsters. Now I'm. I'm sure you know how they achieve the melting pylon effect. Uh, heat guns, I imagine. Or... Well, what they did was yeah. they sculpted the pylons in white yeah. wax. Okay, yeah. and then painted them silver. Okay, and then they used the studio lights and hot air. Um, blown to, on them to 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 heat them up, and and yeah. uh, that's a touch of brilliance because what uh, of course would happen first is the paint burns off, the silver paint burns off, yeah. revealing the white underneath. So in a black and white film, that looks like the metal underneath is white hot. It's not. Yeah. It's just a white. It's just white wax. White wax, yeah. and yeah. Uh, so it's, it's clever. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was um, E.J. Surabaya, wasn't it? The, mm, the special effects guy who. Yeah, an absolute genius, and I love that in every photo he's got his little trilby hat on yes. when he's working. Yes. I love that. Yes, um, but yeah, he he was a genius. They 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 use every trick in the book in this. There's, you know, it, it, it's it Godzilla's renowned for the the suitmation technique, where it was a guy in a suit running about. But that's not all they use in this. It's got everything stop motion, mm-hmm. uh, puppetry, like you say, very clever miniature work, mm-hmm. just amazing miniature work. But yeah, they if. To get to make a shot work, they would do anything. Yeah, and of course, yeah, this is no all moments. untried because the, yeah, 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 he he's been called the father of Japanese special effects. Yeah, but this was the very first Japanese science fiction film. But he was a fan of fantasy and science fiction, but he never had the opportunity because they weren't making them. No. He 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 earned his uh, skills um, working on uh, uh, special effects during the war. Uh, for propaganda films and such like, yeah. and then for the Air Force. So this was his very first fantasy stroke science fiction uh, subject, and they were making stuff up as they went along because nobody in Japan had any experience of doing anything like this. Yeah, well, originally they they it was they weren't going to make Godzilla the film. They weren't going to make a giant monster movie, and another uh, that project fell through. 
and they sort of they hit on this because like you say they wanted to do it but it was also because the beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms had hit big it was deemed that a bit like when in the 80s everyone made horror films as their first film because it was easy to market mm. the idea was that this would be an easy easy market film and a quick win and then as they started doing it obviously it it, it became more than that mm. and there's there's it's not just the i mean you can watch it as just a monster movie if you want but there's so many layers to this um and the psyche of the japanese at the time and the rest of it, it, it it's really a complex film but yeah you're right it it there, this, there's been nothing like this in Japanese cinema. No, not before. Absolutely no. not. And this thing with the pylons, um, the pylons when they made one, when they you know carved a, a block of wax, they were far too brittle to transport. So they actually had to take the wax to the studio and actually make the um, make Cast it down, and, yeah. and make them there on the actual miniature landscape yeah. and then paint them in situ. Yeah. Mm. It's. I mean, it's, it's Really, this is it's guerrilla filmmaking, isn't it? Really, it's I love this style of thing because anyone can throw money at a problem. You need talent it. to do it, though, yeah. don't you? If you got ta- if you got talent, if you got no money, you need talent. Mm. You know, or it looks like crap. Yeah, yeah. This uh, the, the the atomic breath firing that was the yeah. puppet head, of course. You know, yes. which yeah, so it, it had like a CO two. Uh, jet thing built. No, it was water, it, so. apparently. Oh, it's just water. Yeah, yeah, and it's just water spray, yes. But yes, they did use the puppet yeah. head, which looks rather comical compared to the yes. actual uh, proper Godzilla head, doesn't it? Yeah, it's also, it come, it, if you if if you watch it after watching later ones, it's it's quite a subdued atomic breath effect, mm. isn't it? Yeah, and, in this first one. Noise, yeah. Yeah, I, I watched Shin Godzilla the other day, and when you see yeah. what he can do in that one, <laughs> yeah. good lord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the destruction begins. He's through that line and he's off and he's uh, yep. smashing the buildings up. You know, um, terrific model work, like you say, the miniature work. Superb. Um, yeah. Um, brilliantly detailed. I mean, there's some terrific shots of um, of the feet and the tail destroying these buildings. And uh, yeah, it's up there with Derek Meddings for the uh, intricate oh, e- detail, e- isn't it? Easily, easily. There's a few there's a few shots where they they try to do some stop motion of the tail mm. and they, they stop motion is a is an art form mm. and it's not it's no ray harry housing no um but like i say it's interesting that they were trying so many different different techniques mm. to see what would would work <coughs> there are a couple of duff moments i mean like the, when the fire engines fall over yes they're toys yeah. yes that look yeah. That, yeah, yeah made me wince just a little bit but it's charming yeah. though it's quite charming it is yeah and it's uh because I, I, I watched this the other night in 4K. Um, oh, you scumbag! And, uh, yeah, and it, 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 but it was a. It's nice to see because it's a. It's a very brittle film in that the cinematography is. It feels fragile, mm. even when you see a lovely print. And it was. It was so nice to see so much detail, but that also had the, the sort of the fallback effect of you can see when it's the rubber suit. Right. So, sort of swings and roundabouts on it. I mean. I mean it, it's worth if you've got 4k system it's worth getting um the american 4k print just uh it's so nicely done and the sound is crisp as anything and that's another thing we, we should mention is the sound design on this film mm. is, is astonishing mm. Mm. Um, i think in 4k yeah i think yeah. in 4k you're watching it 
in in better quality than a lot of people would have done back yeah, then in 54 you're... because you know yeah um yeah if it's shown properly with decent lenses on your projector and focus properly yes you can get a fantastic image but um very often yeah cinema lenses weren't that much cop were they exactly yeah because because this film when this was released in japan it was a prestige film it was it was the most expensive japanese film ever up to that yeah, uh, yeah uh, up to that point um and it was a phenomenal success, and it was a prestige showing. And you, we sort of associate Godzilla with the sort of hackneyed cheapness, and that's basically when it was released in America, because America at the time the money was to be made in the drive-ins and the the, the dive theaters and that. And yeah, you're right. The prints would have been really cheaply mm. uh, duped yeah. and distributed, and they would have got scrap. I mean, you, you know, we've, we've both been projectionists. We we know how easily film yeah. scratches. Especially if you're doing it on purpose. Um, <laughs> not that we ever did. Um, yeah, so you're right. They, they would have been watching a scratched, really quite ropey print mm. of this. Uh, and it is, it's is—it's amazing to see it in, in crystal clarity. But like you say, you, you can see when the toys are toys, right. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet. We, yeah. We've got some nice uh, composite long shots as well where you've yes. got um, oh, oh lovely lovely yeah they've done uh, horizon shots really yeah. well i mean you've got the puppet godzilla on the top yeah. you've got the burning miniature in the middle and then you've got the fleeing people below haven't you they've, they've done really well yeah and what you sort of miss in later godzilla films because you know you godzilla's famous for the the destruction of buildings things like that but in this there's there's people about mm. you see people getting killed yes which sort it, of rapidly was covered up in the later films you see the fact that his uh, atomic breath causes fire yes and that fire spreads and the smoke and it yeah it's um it's very very believable or as believable as a a a huge rubber monster could be but it's it's a believable film and you're drawn into this and like i say it's even watching it i've seen this film hundreds and hundreds of times now and I was only going to watch the sequence, and it was like, nope, I'm going to. <laughs> and watch you stay to the end, yeah. yeah stay to the end, and Anne, Anne was sort of watching it. She's not a great fan of um, subtitled films, um, but you know, she was enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, you know, at the end, she sort of said, um, "Yeah, I, I didn't hate that." Mm. Which top top marks from Anne, <laughs> you know. Mm. No, the, the the death toll is quite high. I mean, you see these, um, yeah, you see these TV crews mm. up in that tower. Yeah. And he attacks the tower, and yet they do fall to their deaths, don't they? And they know they're going to die, don't yes. they? They're carrying on film, and they're saying, say no, say no. It's, it's really heart-wrenching. They know they're going to die, but they're carrying on film. Yeah. I don't know who's watching it. I don't know, <laughs> you know. Um, do you know about the, the, the building that he attacks, the rounded building, how that was a, a theatre and cinema? Um, it was called the Toho Theatre. Okay, when he attacks that, and uh, they actually showed Godzilla in the Toho Theater. So how strange is that that you would have gone into that theater to watch the film, and then suddenly the theater you're in, (laughs) Godzilla's outside destroying it. Yeah, one of one of the um, the buildings he attacks, uh, which there there was a a a really nice model of it um, available a few years back, and it's a very distinctive building with sort of a color, and that's the Japanese tax office. Oh, is it? Yeah, and that was that. That was like an in joke to you know, sort of say, "Ha ha, we'll get you tax man." Um, clever, clever yeah. stuff. I love, I love that sort of in joke. Yeah, when he attacks the Parliament Building, though, I mean, there yeah. is a, a another winceable scene where you can clearly see the. You must have seen it in four K. That the wire 
holding his yeah. tail as it goes past the window. Yeah, you do. You do, a few shots in 4K, you see the wire holding the tail. I, I, I don't mind. I don't. You know, it doesn't bring me out of it. Uh, it would. I mean, if you were the modern one, you probably would. But yeah, it's it's almost adds to the charm. I think it's almost the Thunderbirds esque. But yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah, in the, in that comparison. in that shot, it. Um, it definitely is is visible. Yeah, you say Thunderbirds esque because yeah. the next bit our sequence is almost at an end, and that's when the aircraft oh, yes, come along yeah. on their wires. Yeah, the they Toho never quite got the aircraft attacks right. Um, they they never were quite convincing. They always they? look like yeah. planes flown on wires, yeah, don't they? Exactly, In anything, because yeah. they fight they fly straight towards Godzilla, and then they, you know with the jet X motor up the arse end. And then they fire off fireworks. Yes, yeah. Um, and they were still doing that. I remember in Starfleet, the, uh, yeah. the spaceships flew along That's in true, exactly yeah. the same manner, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. they're visibly on wires. And, and even these must have jumped out at you like mad. The the wires that go from the wings offwards yes, that the, the missiles fly yeah. along. Good Lord. Yeah. Which um, you see in other movies as well. I mean, we're, we're not talking like... Um, the terribleness of uh, the giant flying turkey, the size of a battleship in that American film. Mm. We're not talking about that level, but yeah, it's it's not quite not quite as good as the rest of the effects for no. the no. uh, the aircraft. No, and of course that became a staple of Godzilla films, didn't it? That the the, the plucky air force. I don't know why they bothered, <laughs> but they would always attack him. Yeah. yeah. What I like about that, that, that the last bit of the sequence, because um, they drive Godzilla off, don't they? They drive him back yes, into into yeah. the ocean, and as he's going into the ocean and, and he's in the water, you can clearly see the missiles hitting the backdrop, the sky yes, backdrop, hit yeah. the hit the backdrop, yeah. and they just fall into the sea. I think that's quite sweet. Yeah, it is. There's a on 4K one I noticed before on when he's when he comes out of the water. So you know, I think it's on the beginning of the first sequence when he pops up next to the cruise ship. Mm. Uh, where they're all doing funky fifties dance <laughs> moves on it, um, and you can actually see that the the it's I'm I'm not sure it looks like it's full size suit, but it's quite articulated in the mouth, right? And the mouth is moving in that. And I was thinking, I wonder if it, I wonder if that was the full size suit, or was that a puppet, or uh, how they did that particular shot. Well, it looks different the, to the yeah. Rest. No, the water scenes. There is an explanation. Mm. I have that in behind the scenes. Just Ooh, just, just what's going excellent. on there. Yeah. So we might as well talk behind the scenes because that's the sequence yeah. over. He, he he goes off into the ocean yeah. and that's what what I do like about this sequence. Not actually in this sequence, but afterwards. There's um there's uh, repercussions from this. So you get you get to see all the people dying of radiation mm-hmm. poisoning. You get to see the husband and and especially moving is where the the school kids sing the the hymn. Mm. To the fallen, mm. and it's oh, uh, the, and again the 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 music um, uh, in this is absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, Akira, oh, what's the guy's name? I, I I wrote it down. I always get his name wrong. Akira Ifakubi, right? Who did the the? And I said, to, funny enough, I said to Anne earlier, I said, if Eric says, "What's the favorite thing? What's the favorite thing you've got about Godzilla? What is it?" and she said. That music bit at the beginning, mm. da, 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 yeah. da, 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 da. and in the new film, I won't spoil it for you, but there's a sequence in the new film that uses oh, that to such a, a brilliant effect. 
that you'll have you know, the hairs on your neck will be going. Oh, it's amazing. We'll say out in a couple of weeks. I'll look forward to that. Yes. I'll look forward to yeah. that. We'll have to do another one for cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, behind the scenes, it'll be, well, a man was sat at a computer <laughs> yeah. pressing buttons. This is the problem yeah. with modern yeah. special effects films now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right, behind the scenes. Um, the, yes. um, the simultaneous production of this film and Seven Samurai nearly broke Toho yes. Studios. Um, nearly. I mean, after Godzilla came out and Seven, <laughs> Seven Samurai, they were made, weren't they? So, But prior to yeah, that... It, can you imagine, though, if, if they hadn't have been the success... <laughs> Then, uh, you know, yeah, it could it could have bankrupted them. Because, yeah. um, of course, um, Dr. Yamani is um, the guy from The Seven Samurai, Toshiro Mifune, is that the actor? If you say so. I think so, yeah. Because um, he's in The Seven Samurai. And uh, at the time, really prestigious actor. Um, so it, it's, it sort of makes sense that they would get him to do both. <laughs> you, you don't want to... You don't want to get someone that top notch and waste it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, get your money's worth. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what's um, uh, very sweet, I think, and that's old Mr. Trilby Hat, old uh, Subiraya. Um, yeah. He parallels Ray Harryhausen in that both of them saw King Kong when they were a boy, and both of them thought, I want to do that for a living. And, you know, it was King Kong that inspired them to go into the effects industry. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Because I know they they were there was talk at the beginning that if the budget had struck, they wanted to do this in Ray Harryhausen's style, wasn't mm. it, with stop motion? Yeah, yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah, to that, see a whole thing that was the it. first choice was to do it in stop motion. Mm. But when they realised that there, there was no one in Japan at that time that was experienced in it, that's when <laughs> they knocked it on the head. Um, and so, with the time and money that they did have, the only option was to go with uh, with a man in a suit. Now, that, it had been done before, hadn't it? It had been done before uh, Godzilla to have a man in a suit. Some of the uh, rather cheaper dinosaur films before this yeah, had a man yeah, in a suit, you, but not to this degree. Well, yeah, this this was the, almost the first serious attempt at doing it and to try and make it realistic. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, it, it, it wasn't, like you say, it wasn't the, the first dinosaur. I mean... The, I'm, I'm sure there was a, a, a suited dinosaur in the the original One Million Years BC. Mm. Um, I can't remember about 1920 or mm. 25 or something. Silent one. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's the first one by a no, long shot. No, 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 no. Um, the original description in the uh, script didn't describe what Godzilla looked at like at all, just that it was a sea monster. That was the only yeah. description. And it is bizarre. I mean, you know, yeah, there are echoes all the way through this film of the nuclear bomb. Um, and the first concept art done, the head was deliberately shaped like a mushroom cloud. Yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the designs, the, original, the early designs, are quite weird, aren't mm. they? Um, I just want to correct myself because I, I, as soon as I said that, I realised it wasn't Toshiro Mifune, the actor, because he was a nineteen sixties guy. It was actually Takashi Shimura. All right, it was also yeah. So okay, just just in glad case you remembered it. Right, 
people might write into yeah. you. And, it's been corrected. You know, it's been corrected. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they refer referred to dinosaur books for inspiration. Yes. And yeah. and you know the dinosaur books they were looking at. I remember that from my childhood. Pretty much yeah. every dinosaur book that I studied when I was little, because there were two things that I was into when I was little, and it was dinosaurs and Romans. And uh, and and I had all these dinosaur books. You look at any of those painted illustrations now, and they are just completely inaccurate and completely different yeah. to what they reckon dinosaurs look like now yeah well yeah i mean i mean that's the 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 wonderful thing about science is as new evidence comes along they change they change the theories the the, the perceived wisdom to match the facts rather mm-hmm. than changing the facts to match their uh ideas which is yeah benefit of science um and yeah you, you look at I, I mean, is it Hyde Park where the dinosaur? Oh no, um, Alexandra Park. Yeah. Alexandra Park. Yeah, because if you because we used to, I don't know if we used to, but we used to do school trips. You'd go and use these, and at the time it was thought these were like accurate yeah. representations of dinosaurs. They're, they're I mean, they're, they look like something from at the Earth's core. Yeah, now. and they were concrete, um, weren't they? They were yeah. uh, Victorian sculptures in concrete. Yes, That's why yeah, they're still in there. Concrete, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. If you ever visit London, it's worth worth a visit just to uh, have a look at them. Um, and of course, you know they only they only sort of started trying to classify uh, fossils um, in about the, the sort of the early Victorian mm. sort of eighteen eighteen fifty eighteen sixty. Um, and they they were trying to piece together things. That's why we end up with like that's why Paul Plantasaurus is no more, yes. isn't it? Because that was actually. a the same dinosaur as one other, you know, and, and do you remember the, the, uh, from when I was a kid, the huge controversy over, um, Iguanodon, well, yep. whether he had a horn on his nose yep. or on his thumb. Yes. One of the, yeah, one of yeah. the dinosaurs, the incredibly inaccurate dinosaurs in London is an Iguanodon, which is standing on yeah. all fours and has got a yeah. horn on the uh, end of his nose. Then they find out yeah. actually he stood upright and that horn, is actually a, an elongated thumb, yeah. isn't it? Which is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Really? It's, you know, now, if you're going to get something wrong, that's fairly wrong. Yeah. It, it's funny, you should mention Iguanodon, because that is the illustration that they uh, decided to base yes. Godzilla on, an Iguanodon with the spines on the back of a Stegosaurus, right? Yes, and if you look, if you look at um, the, the designs they did for that, it, he's quite portly isn't he like well these he's, he's quite yeah these paintings yeah. in the dinosaur books when i was little they were always quite chubby the t-rexes yes, were quite chubby yeah. weren't they yeah they had little barrel bellies they, and chests, they did yeah, they? yeah 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 I, I, i've got to profess a a bit of a connection to godzilla that i never knew i had until oh. i looked into this right is he your great great uncle well no no <laughs> <laughs> um if he is based on an iguanodon right yeah I've got a bit of a connection to that in that the very first Iguanodon ever found in the world uh, was discovered in like a, a, a clay pit about three miles from where I grew up. I thought he was going to say you discovered it. No, I didn't discover the first You're Iguanodon. Than you say, <laughs> so there's a little bit of a. Oh, oh, so yeah. Godzilla was dug up about three miles away from yeah. where I grew up. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, one of, one of Godzilla's ancient ancestors. Yes. Uh, live near live you. near me. Yes. So yeah, yeah they ca- they came up with this uh, design, Iguanodon mixed with uh, Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. Having th- always my favourite. Yeah, I, I love Stegosaurus. Love um, but they gave him three rows of uh, spikes yeah. down his back because that would dis- distinguish him from any animal that has ever existed to have three 
rows. Yeah. And then they uh, sculpted three maquettes in clay. Um, the first was basically, yeah, it, it was sort of like a T-Rex with scales. They gave him scales to, you know, refer to his aquatic origins. Yeah. Um, the second had a smaller head, um, chunkier lower section, and replaced the scales with warts. And then the third one was basically the same, but the warts were changed to bumps, and that's the one that they went yeah. for, wasn't it? Well, the, the yeah, the bump the bumps are they they're they're based on the radiation scan mm. that the victims of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah, there's had. that echo again. And they're called um, keltoid or keltoid <laughs> scarring. Um, which is a, a a lovely little sort of black humour touch, really, mm. isn't it? It's quite a bizarre thing to do, because because whenever as kids, whenever you draw Godzilla, you'd always draw them with scales. He hasn't got scales, no. you know. He's got this weird radiation scar yes, going yeah. on. So once they were happy with that third maquette, um, they went yeah. for the and uh, made the prototype suit, um, which yeah. they it started as a frame <laughs> made yeah. from bamboo and wire. Over which was laid chicken wire, then cushions and fabric, and finally latex. Um, they they gave no, it, at no point did they consider the comfort of the person that would be yeah. in the suit. Would have, yeah, the first suit, you, the guy couldn't even move in it, could it? It was it was not practical at all. Well, the reason was, yeah. I mean, at that time, latex was a relatively new product, and they yeah. had inadvertently got quite like an industrial type latex yeah. rather crude and when they painted on it almost set like concrete so there was hardly any yeah. no, movement yeah, no whatsoever. whatsoever yeah um so they had to come up with a second one um shall we just mention here color of godzilla yeah. godzilla is always green. he's not green he was always charcoal gray right from the very yes. beginning um i guess when you see those very garish film posters of the 60s and that you know uh, he, he's a monster he's a dinosaur therefore he must be green you know yeah there is i mean i mean there is something rather pleasing about i've got a few model kits and i've done them in a greenish tone and there is something very it feels well like, the aurora kit was green yeah, wasn't it the was box green, artwork course, yes yeah. yeah yeah but he uh he, he he never was well he was in the uh the, the cartoon show oh, oh that's true in the, and in the comic as well yeah. the marvel comic one, the he comics, was green yeah. wasn't he well, they only had four colours to go yeah, from. Yeah, that is they, true. So, that is yeah. true, yeah. Um, so they had to sculpt a second suit, this time give... Yeah. And that's, that's, sorry, um, that's weird as well, isn't it? So in the Marvel comics, so the Hulk was grey and then became Oh, good green, point. And Godzilla was grey and was green. And the Hulk was a product yeah, of radiation called... as well. There you go, yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. Stan, Stan. He's played yes, one. yes. So, so they they had to sculpt a second suit, and in that second suit, they yes, they, they yeah. did provide a bit more room in there for the actor and everything. Um, um, it was still heavy. It was it was lighter than before, but it was still heavy. Um, more upright now. I mean, the first one lent over more, but this one was more upright with more human-like arms, and that's the one that you see predominantly in the film. But the original suit wasn't chucked away. This is what we uh, were referring to earlier. What they basically did was they sawed it in half, right? Yes. The lower half, you've got that classic photo, haven't you, of the guy um, in the legs um, with the braces. Yeah, the the rather wonderful uh, Harold. Yes, and there he is stomping down the street. So, so yeah, when when you see just the the feet and the tail, or the legs and the tail, that tends to be the original legs 
okay? Yeah. And then the top half was actually worn for the water scenes. So whenever you see um, ah, Godzilla so in his wa- up right. to his waist, that's yeah. the original suit. So not... Because you, you can see it's not the same suit he's on land. No. And I was thinking... Oh, I no, there you go. Suit. That's the first suit yeah. and then the second suit. When, he, when you see him walking around on land, second mm-hmm. suit. When you see him up to his waist in water, first yeah. suit, okay? And that, that also um, that explains why the, when Godzilla's stomping about and you see his feet, the, the, the lack of flexibility in the latex benefited that because they're, they're quite solid and they crush things. Later on when you see... Like, oh, you see the, the rubber the, all crease and that. Yeah. You can see, yeah. It's, it's, and so that's, again, so something that went wrong has inadvertently helped believability mm. there. It's quite a nice... Uh, yeah, of course, that rigidness meant that uh, Godzilla could only walk in a straight line. He, 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 he couldn't. Yes. He couldn't turn at all or anything. Um, Which sort of fits Godzilla's character. Yes. As well. Yeah. He's determined. He, he, he is. Just, yeah. He goes straight through yeah. things. Um, you said sound is very important in this film, and yes. yeah, the sound department uh, tried different animal roars for Godzilla, um, yeah. but. Um, they thought they just sounded like animal sounds and you know this is a giant creature it wouldn't just sound like a lion or something um do you know the name of the man who came up with the godzilla roar i i wouldn't i've got it written down but have you can you pronounce it well (laughs) i don't know if i want to i don't know if i want to try and pronounce it yes uh, right i can say his first name that's akira yeah it looks to me like I fuck you, B. If a Kubi. Ah, right. That's that's the that's the the gentleman that wrote the score. That's him then. Oh, so he did the voice yes. as well. Oh, what a yes. clever, clever man. Uh, I, I, he uh, he was an amazing composer. He he worked um, throughout sort of Japanese uh, film industry, and he, he's done some absolutely beautiful scores. Um, he's got recognition sort of now. It's a shame he didn't get as much recognition when he was alive. Because um, I think he's up there with with you know the the John Williams, right. the uh, James Horner. Uh, his music is haunting and brilliant, and the the theme for for Godzilla and a couple of the later ones, especially like the Mothra uh, theme, it's it's hauntingly beautiful. Mm. It's it's such good music. I, I've I've got uh, a CD, and I have just listened to it endlessly. It's just. It's amazing. And well, here we are. Not only was he a composer, he he, he yeah, did sound I'm, effects as well. Just I've, 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 I'm amazed I've never heard that. Yeah, it says here that he, he came up mm. with the roar by rubbing a coarse yeah. resin-coated leather glove up and down the strings of a double bass and reverberated oh. the recorded sound. Which is very similar to how they did the TARDIS. Oh, yes, yeah. We're, 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 rubbing we're, yes, Dorky, yeah. yeah. And... His footsteps were made by beating a kettle drum with a knotted rope. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The it, it was also interesting. The the, the Godzilla theme is the, the the kettle drum at the beginning does make you think of footsteps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, poof, poof. It really. So it. What a very clever man. Um. Got got a few more things for you. Uh, the long shots of burning Tokyo. Okay. Yeah. Um, all they did there was they got rags soaked in kerosene, put them behind the miniature buildings, and then set them alight. Yeah. So they weren't actually burning the Simple, miniatures. Yeah. Um, you got the camera down low. You've just got a fiery horizon behind the buildings. Yeah. I hope they um, they had some sort of uh, some sort of filter masks or some sort of way. I just imagine these poor special effects mm, technicians yeah. just searing their lungs. Yeah. Um, and you, you must know the name 
Gajira is a combination yes. of the Japanese words for gorilla, which is yep. gorira, and whale, which is kujira. Yes. Have you typed into Google gorilla whale? No. You should do it. I I, I will do that. Do yeah. it right now. This, this is in. This is interesting. This is interesting uh, podcasting, podcasting, isn't yeah, it? Right. Yes, because so gorilla just gorilla whale. whale, and you will see concept art that people have come up with with Godzilla as a gorilla whale. I've misspelled whale. I've put whale as in whale. I live. Oh. That's not good, is it? Um, let me have a look at images. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Summer, yeah. you go. Oh, yeah, oh, that's not of, bad. Yeah. And other ones, it's like bloody hell. I sort of wish I had listened. Yes. <laughs> Very good. I mean, there's there's the lovely um, tall tale, isn't there? That the director used to say that it was based on a a Toho Studio employee that was nicknamed uh, Gujira, mm-hmm. um, who never existed. Right. And he, his wife said, "Yeah, he, this this is the this is the equivalent of a lot of Tom Baker stories." The man like to make yes, a tall tale, yeah, yeah. but you still see that even in 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 books and that they'll they'll constantly parade this mm. out that Godzilla's name Gojira was based on a Toho employee yeah, who yeah. is a big hulking guy. Yeah, chinny yeah. reckon. Who needs the yeah. truth? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I do like those images that you're seeing there, where it's basically a yeah. whale with a gorilla's arms and legs. That's all right. Yes. But, but the one where you've got a gorilla with a whale's head. <laughs> whale's head. <laughs> yeah. It's like feathers. Oh, yeah. That I don't think that would have. Ca- actually, it reminds me of the creature from. Um, uh, oh, I can't think of the the film's name where it attacks New York uh, and it's all done on found footage and they've they've done uh, oh um, um Cloverfield. Cloverfield yes Cloverfield. Yeah. yeah it reminds me of the Cloverfield yes. <laughs> yeah I, if they based I think on? if I think if Godzilla had looked like that I don't think it would have yeah. spawned 35 um sequels yes mm. I don't no, think so no uh, um so and and did the name Kaiju or did that exist before? no I, I didn't see I didn't yeah. see. I'm no, sure I don't know. One. Can um, and then the last thing I've got is apparently Ray Harryhausen harboured a bit of a resentment for Godzilla. Um, not Ooh. only because, yes, it, it's very similar to the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, but he also saw Supemation as unimaginative and unconvincing special effect technique. I, yeah, I, I don't agree with him. Um, I can see where he's coming mm. from. And I think there's a bit of professional pride going in mm. there because um, I, I I suppose it depends what you're basing on if you're basing on some of the the later ones where the budget had run out and they basically it becomes like uh, Power Rangers Ugh, yeah I can see that but th- certainly this one I don't think anyone can snow no or make derogatory comments about the effects on mm. this first film other than the fact that it's a bloody glove puppet <laughs> well that not- leads us nicely on to the yeah. rating um, now yes. the glove puppet is not included in this rating. This this is the rating no, no. of him coming out of the water, getting to the pylons, yeah. going back into the water. So so yes. out of ten, what would you give this? Well, I won't. I won't. I don't want to do my usual thing. If it's a film I love, I immediately give it ten. Uh, I I would say this was an eight and a half. There are a couple of sequences that don't work, you know. But they're trying. They're trying everything. There's a couple of. You know, stop motion, and it's coming. So I'd I'd say this is a solid eight and a half. Which, considering the year, is is 
I think, astonishing. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, um, everything you just said, but um, I'm, I'm a little bit lower down. I've got it down as an eight. Okay, yeah. because okay. it holds up still very well. Yeah, the fire yeah. engine's tipping over, uh, and the wires of the planes. But uh, yeah, you've got to put. You could you could edit this sequence into a perfect ten. Mm. Oh yeah, a, a few you? little trims. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or CGI out the wires on the missiles. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yes, I'm I'm glad they haven't. I know a lot of films have been revisited in that because this is a document of its time. Mm. This is a historical document, and um, it it. It deserves to be seen as it was originally intended. Yeah, this is the well from which um, everything came, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 nothing against uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, the Americanized version. I think it does a good job. But if, if, you've, if you've only ever seen that version and you thought, oh, it's, good, it's a good film, honestly, seek out the original Japanese one. Um it's amazing. It is an amazing film, and stick with it. it it's just got a slow burn. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. It's not for people that want action adventure all the way. Um, but it's got interesting characters. It's got some great acting, uh, and it, it's Godzilla. Yeah. What more do you yeah. need? He, he's my fave. <laughs> Which is why I asked you on. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for coming on. What you were just saying there yeah, about I it being a slow it. burn. Um, blah blah blah. Um, very similar to what I thought about uh, Shin Godzilla. Yes, yeah. Shin Shin's got is weird. That seems to divide the fans. Something shocking. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as much as a comedy as the Godzilla parts. The Godzilla parts are amazing. Um, depending on, I mean, I was trying to think about what what is Godzilla. What's Godzilla to me? What's his character? What what sums him up? Because he's changed mm. so much. You know, it's more than Bond. <laughs> he's he's like every film now, and there's something central to the character of Godzilla that that Shin Godzilla has. So he doesn't insert. I mean, certainly at the beginning when he first comes ashore, does not look like Godzilla, and you're going, "What Hell the hell is going on?" <laughs> yeah, but but I really enjoy uh, Shin Godzilla. Now I know we we've got a, a difference because you enjoyed the the dubbed version, yes, didn't you? And I I I preferred the the subtitled version. Um, perhaps I'm a quicker reader. I don't. Know. <laughs> Although I have seen it like five or six times now, so I probably don't even need the subtitles. But uh, yeah, I I I thoroughly enjoyed mm. it. I thought it was well, the, good. Different beast to the American one, definitely. All right. Well, I'm holding off why I watched the uh, the dub one yeah. for a couple of episodes time because we're returning to Godzilla Ooh. in a couple of episodes time. Uh, where yeah, we're talking Shin Godzilla, but with Kelly. So we'll, oh, we'll be, be taking Ke- yes, she... yes. Okay, so yeah, if you're a Godzilla fan out there, um, um, stay stay tuned because in a couple of episodes we're returning to the chap. Coming yeah. back, I'll uh, I'll certainly be listening. Right. And in the meantime, um, I'm going to try and find you know destroy all monsters and everything, and 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 we'll have you back yeah. for for more Godzilla goodness uh, yeah. uh, later. If you so. if you can't find it, give us a shout and I'll uh, bung it. Yeah, bung it in the post. And uh, yes, yes. Okay, all right. Okay, well, thanks for today, Ian. No problem. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I, I, I do love me a bit of Godzilla. Yeah. I, I think any listener listening will uh, will, yeah. will realise that after this. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ian. No right. problem. Thanks. Right. For Thanks, Ian. Bye bye. Thanks, Ian. Bye. bye.